You're listening to the Her Soul Podcast, a safe space where we focus on Christian living and mental health. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that Christ promises you. It's the Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Hey friends, welcome back into this week's episode of Her Soul. I am your host, Camille, and I'm happy to be with y'all. I'm happy you're here today, and I really, truly pray that this message will touch your heart. Before we get into the goodness of it all, because this truly is going to be a really good um, and I think freeing episode, I wanted to make a couple announcements. Okay, so if y'all remember way back when... And I told you guys I was working on putting on my own line of journals, the Evolve Journal specifically. And I did have a release, a soft release um, that did very pretty okay. Um, but it was the same journal, but it was just thicker. You guys, Evolve Journals are now live. Okay. The actual finished product, um, taking into account all of you guys' suggestions, it's finally available. So it does come in three colors. It comes in a navy blue. It comes in this teal green and it also comes in, um, oh my God, I'm losing my thought. It also comes in, um, pink. Okay. And I will leave the link in the show notes. It is a very aesthetically pleasing journal. Okay. So the cover has our signature butterfly with a beautifully scripted font that just says evolve. And Inside is just lined notebook pages. So you can use this as your prayer journal, your gratitude journal. Um, if you just need a place to put down your ideas or take random notes, this is perfect for that. It's six by nine, so it's very compact and you can travel around with it without it adding too much weight or bulk to your bag. Um, yeah, but it is a really, really nice, very well thought out journal that I hope you guys will love and appreciate and enjoy. If you need anything to write down, anything that has to do with like your own personal growth and development and your journey through this life, this is it, y'all. The Evolve Journals are here. And then the second thing I wanted to announce is that I also developed a planner. So if y'all know anything about me, then you really know that I enjoy planning. I love planning my day, writing things out, doing all those sorts of things. And the format that I've been using to do my daily plans has been the same like for the past two years. I created this thing and it just has always stuck with me. No matter what planner system I'm in, I always go back to this specific layout. Um, and so I just decided, let me put this thing together in a bound notebook so that those of you who need a place to write down your plans, but also want to include your faith, have a place to do that. And that's one thing a lot of planners lack these days. So this is, um, called the daily planner. It is a 90 day planner dailies only. There's no monthly, there's no weekly. It's just daily and it's undated, and it is a day on two pages. So on your left-hand side, you have like your normal planning things like to-do lists, reminders, trackers. There's also a spot where you can put in the scripture that's on your heart that day, and then um, a spot where you can put like a quote. There's a feelings check-in area as well, um, because you guys know I really love including mindfulness into my day-to-day practice. On the right-hand side of the page is the gratitude journaling section, and this is to just basically hone everything in. You've got the busyness of your day on the left side. And sometimes things don't always go the way as planned. So at the end of your day, you can sit down, 
and find something to be grateful about, even if you didn't complete all of the things throughout the day, or even if that wasn't the best day, that right-hand side of the book is to um, really explore gratitude at its core. And so, yeah, it is a 90-day planner, so it's only good for three months. And um, yeah, it comes in white and it also comes in black, but I will leave that linked in the notes as well. And I hope you guys will really, really enjoy it. All right, so let us transition into this episode. And I just wanted to start with prayer because I do think that this is, um, oh, this is something that I can't really say to you guys on my own. Like, I feel like this is something that God really needs to intercede and speak. And so I just want to pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that these words reach the daughter or son that needs to hear it, that you be with me as I do my best to relay the message that you have put on my heart. And I just pray that whoever needs this message will receive it in its fullness and in its entirety. This I pray. Amen. Okay. So to be honest, I feel like a lot of us are headed into 2023 very uncertain, right? We're feeling distant from God. You know, maybe we haven't heard his voice in a while. There is a level of disconnect. We are feeling unsure. We just really don't know what to expect. And I think after COVID in 2020 and the whole effect of the pandemic, I think everyone has been searching and yearning for that redemptive year, right? And maybe you found it. Maybe 2021 was excellent. Maybe 2022 was excellent. Maybe everything went up after COVID died down for you. Or maybe it didn't. Maybe you haven't found your redemptive year. You've yet to experience the joy in the morning. It wasn't 2021. It wasn't 2022. And you feel like 2023 will honestly just be no better. You've gotten used to this funk. You've gotten used to this um, stagnancy, this voided space, if you will, right? But please hear me when I say that God has not left you. So our anchor verse this, uh, I was going to say our anchor verse this year. No, our anchor verse for today comes from Joshua chapter eight, verses 18 through 19. I'm going to go ahead and read it to you guys. But as always, you can turn to it in your Bibles or on your phone and follow along with me. It says, then the Lord said to Joshua, hold out toward I the javelin that is in your hand for into your hand. I will deliver this city for into your hand. I will deliver this city. So Joshua held out toward the city, the javelin that was in his hand. As soon as he did this, the men in the ambush rose quickly from their position and rushed forward. They entered the city and captured it and quickly set it on fire. Now, this verse, uh, these two verses will not make much sense to you. You're probably like, Camille, what? It's not going to really make much sense to you unless I fill in the backstory. So I'm going to fill in a couple of those um, missing pieces. Okay, so at the end of Deuteronomy, uh, Moses has passed away. And Moses, as you all probably know, Moses was tasked with leading the Israelites. Well, Moses has passed away and his successor, if you will, is Joshua. So now we have Joshua who has stepped up to take the ranks. And he is basically like the general, the president, 
all in one. Like he is the leader of the Israelites at this point. He is very connected and in tune with God and wanting to honor God through everything that they do. Um, because if you know, up until this point, the Israelites have been in trouble. They have spent 40 years wandering in the desert. And so now it is finally their opportunity to walk into the promised land and to take back everything that God has for them. Well, fast forward the beginning chapters of Joshua. Um, we see that they're, pre- they're preparing to do just that. And God, oh, Joshua receives instruction from God to go ahead. And the first city they come upon to take over is Jericho. Now Jericho is a Canaanite city full of lots of sin. Jericho is actually um, under God's ban, which basically means that they are being judged for their idolatry. They're under God's judgment for idolatry. So in accordance with that, there is no choice but to destroy Jericho, take it down. All its people, all of its idols, everything must be destroyed to the core. And that is the instruction that God gives to Joshua to tell his army. Like, we're going to go in there. We're going to take it over. Don't take anything for yourself. This is not a city where you can take the spoils um, to go to continue on. No, destroy everything. Don't take anything. That is the instruction. So here we are. Joshua has delivered the, pe- the message uh, that God gave him to his people. And they go ahead. They do exactly that they go into Jericho and they destroy it. They take over Jericho. They have won this battle, not the war yet, but they have won this battle and everything seems to be okay. So Joshua is preparing to go into the next city, which is I or a, it's spelled AI. So however you pronounce it, either I or a, they're preparing to go into the city of I and they are feeling good because God was with them. He instructed them and they won. They won that battle against Jericho. And now it's time to go forward and do even more. And they go in and they lose drastically. Okay. They not only do they lose, but lots of soldiers lose their life. And so Joshua finds himself at a point questioning, God, what? Like, how? How could you bless us then? You just blessed us. Why are you not blessing us now? How is it that you were here with us in battle the first time? But you're not in battle with us now? Like, where are you? Like, what's going on? So he's questioning God's presence and if God is still for him, basically. And I think a lot of us do that in our life, but without getting into that just yet, let me just finish up this story. So God ends up revealing to Joshua that the reason they didn't win that battle is because they did not follow God's instructions to the T at the battle at Jericho. Basically, he tells him, I told you guys not to take anything with you. I told you to destroy it all. But somebody in your camp has taken some of those things and I didn't want y'all to do that. You didn't listen. You were disobedient. This was a sin. I told you not to do this. So now God is giving specific instruction to Joshua on how to figure out who it is that didn't follow God's rules, what they took, how they did it, and they must be destroyed. And so we continue on, we find out that it was Achan. And Achan is the head of his household. So Achan and his family are called before Joshua and before God. He admits to his fault and they are destroyed. I think, yeah, they are destroyed. Um, and I know that seems a little drastic. Um, but God's whole intent and purpose was that he did not want the sin, this, the extreme sin to follow and infect his people, his chosen people, right? Especially as they prepared to be 
placed into this new um into this new promised land. And so that's what happens. That is why they didn't win that battle at I. Okay, so fast forward. Here we are in chapter eight. They are preparing to go back to battle at I. They are preparing to take it over and they are preparing to destroy everyone there as well. God gives them a very strategic military plan. They put it in place. And this is where we see in our anger verse 18 through 19 of chapter eight, God is talking about. Then the Lord said to Joshua, hold out toward I the javelin that is in your hand for into your hand, I will deliver the city. So Joshua held out toward the city, the javelin that was in his hand. As soon as he did this, the men in the ambush rose quickly from their position and rushed forward. They entered the city and captured it and quickly set it on fire. My study Bible, um, the note on this particular verse really spurred me to explore this issue a little bit more for this week's episode. The note says, the Lord gave Joshua the city. Yesterday's defeat became today's victory. Hallelujah and amen. That's a word for somebody. Hold it close to your heart. Yesterday's defeat became today's victory. Once sin is dealt with, forgiveness and victory lie ahead. With God's direction, we need not stay discouraged or burdened with guilt. No matter how difficult a setback sin may bring, we must renew our efforts to carry out God's will. Which brings me to basically my point for today. Some of you think that God has left you, that he blessed you in this season and then forgot about you in the next season. But that is not the truth. In the case of Joshua uh, and the Israelites, there was a sin that needed to be uprooted before God could proceed. And that's why I'm so keen on having you guys pay attention to the key details of things going on in your life. You have to ask, what is God trying to deal with you about? You know, what is God trying to show me in my life? And it may not necessarily be a sin. It could be people. It could be wrong influences. It could be disobedience. It could just be your set of circumstances that he just wants you to pay closer attention to. Think about it. Give some really dedicated thought to that question. What is God trying to show me? What is he trying to deal with me about? And it's very likely that you may not be able to pinpoint it right away. So here is what I suggest. This is what I have done and what I will always recommend. You have to sit and pray and be still and wait for God's answer. He will begin to reveal things to you. He'll begin to uncover things and make plain to you the things in front of you, right? The key is just seek him and wait in expectation of his response. You're going to seek him, which basically means prayer. Devoted time in his word, intentional time in his word. And then you're going to wait in expectation. And I think that's the part of this whole thing that kind of falls off a lot. Sometimes it's not going to be right in the next minute that we get that word that we were waiting for God, waiting to hear from God. But you have to expect and live with this feeling in your heart and deep in your soul that God has not brought you this far to leave you. Wait in expectation. I know I'm going to hear from him. I know he's going to reveal these things to me. I know he's going to show me my next steps to get me out of where I am. Really, your encouragement and your hope can be found in tomorrow, but not without God. 
not without God. I keep hearing God say, don't forget about me in the new year. And I don't know, and I haven't just been hearing this today. I heard this last night too. He said, don't forget about me in the new year. And I don't know if that's for me or if that's for one of you, but I think it's really important and a very important reminder that we keep God near and we keep him first. Intentionally spend time with him. You know, life is a process. And while we may not always hear him, we may not always hear his voice. We may not always feel like um, he's speaking life into us. It is always our duty to reach for him. Even in those silent moments, we have to be strong enough and smart enough, basically, to reach for him. That's how we know he's here. That's how we keep encouraged and receive his comfort. You have to call on him daily, day by day, multiple times a day. I mean, so many things happen in the course of a day that can derail you, that can throw you off track, throw your focus off, throw your mood off, and get you distracted from the thing at hand, from the main point of it all. So that's why I say you have to call on him daily and intentionally seek him. This act is what's sowing the seed. Have y'all heard about sowing the seed? You're basically acting in faith. I don't hear God's voice loud enough in my life right now, but I'm going to pick up this Bible because I know there's a word in here for me somewhere. I don't really hear God as strongly as I would like to, but I'm going to pray to him anyway because I need him to know that I am here just as much as he is here. And through the process of studying a word, through the process of praying, there is a comfort that comes over you. If you were ever in the, in the midst of a panic attack and you just start to call on the name of Jesus, there is a peace. And I speak from experience. There is a flush of peace and joy and just comfort that overwhelms you in those moments. There is power in his name and there is power in going to him. Um, I say all this to say, that if we keep God first, if we continue to seek him, if we are intentional about intentional about our time with him, before you know it, y'all, God is going to give you the city. You're going to not even realize, you're going to be like, wait a minute, when did I transition out of that season of yesterday? When did I transition out of that depression? When did I transition out of that financial rut? When did I transition out of that stagnancy and feeling down on myself? You're going to look up and you're going to be, your tomorrow is going to be so much brighter. And that's all a part of your testimony. And that too is worth dissecting as well. Because like I said, life being a process, there are so many things that we can learn. And I think in our culture, we get so caught up. We think we don't need God. We think we can go forward without him. But honestly, that's just taking the harder road. With It's the harder road with more incomplete answers. When you take the road that God has already predestined for you, and when you take the road that includes him being right by your side, that's the road that's going to give you the completeness, the fullness, the desires of your heart, the answers when you need them. Even in these rough patch seasons. I pray that this was a message that somebody needed to hear especially moving into 2023. Forget the planning right now. Forget the goal setting right now. Let's just take it to the root. Let's just take it to the base. And let's just praise God for all he's done, that we're not at our worst, 
and that he will bring us forward to even better. Hallelujah and amen. I know that this is going to reach someone. I pray that if it does touch you in any way, shape, or form, please let me know. Share it with your your sister, your mom, your friend, whoever, and then let me know how it's impacted you. Um, I will leave all my social connect information in the show notes as always. And you guys, I'm praying you have a blessed, beautiful, triumphant week. And I'll see you all in the next one. Bye, guys. I love y'all and be blessed.